Finding time for daily Bible reading is a struggle, especially with a busy schedule. But Dwell, the audio Bible app, makes getting into God's Word seamless no matter where you are. With Dwell's easy-to-listen-to narrators and customizable background music options like calming piano or cello, the scriptures truly come alive. You can even adjust the narration speed to fit your pace. My favorite is listening to the book of Mark, narrated by the voice of Austin, with relaxing background music. And don't miss Dwell's new Dwell Daily Devotionals that guide you in praying, meditating on, and absorbing the day's scripture passage. Deepen your daily Bible experience by going to dwellbible.com slash gbs to get 25% off dwell today again that's dwellbible.com slash gbs for your special 25% discount to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. What's up, friends? Well, today we're going to talk about how Jesus came to save sinners using a story from the Bible. Yes, he did, Julie, and I'm so excited to learn something new from the Bible today. So far, we've learned that God made everything, and I mean everything, using only his words. God created the whole world. That means people, too. Yeah, our last lesson was so cool, Julie, because we learned that God made Adam and Eve the very first people. You know what I thought was the coolest part? What's that, Matt? The new phrase we learned, Imago Dei. For one thing, it's just kind of fun to say, Imago Dei. But it's mostly really awesome because of what it means. Do you remember what it means? I sure do. It means that we humans were made in the image of God. It doesn't mean that we look just like him physically, like you might look like your mom or your dad or your siblings, but it does mean that we are kind of a like a picture of God right here on earth. I couldn't have said it better myself, Julie. So what are we going to learn about today? Today, we're learning about what happened next with Adam and Eve. We're going to hear a story about the time Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Uh Uh-oh, I have to say, that doesn't sound great. Since they disobeyed God, did they get punished? I don't like punishments. Well, they did, Matt. But you know what? I have an idea. We know someone who's an expert when it comes to the law and what happens when you break it. Maybe we should chat with him. He's our friend, Judge Jesse. Oh, great idea. Let's say judge together. Judge! Ooh, did somebody say judge? Well, hey, it's our good friend, Judge Jesse. Welcome back to the show, Judge. Thanks for having me again, Julie and Matt. Judge, and from the looks of it, you two could use a little help. What's today's case? Well, today, we're learning about the time that Adam and Eve disobeyed God when they broke his law. We know that you're kind of an expert when it comes to the law. Mm-hmm, I sure am. My job as a judge is to know a lot about the law. Then it's my job to enforce it. Sounds really fancy. So fancy. In fact, uh, so fancy I don't quite know what you mean. What does it mean to enforce the law? That's a good question, Julie. Here's what I mean when I say enforce the law. 
if someone gets in trouble with, say, a police officer, next time it's my job to listen to what happened and decide if a person actually broke the law. And if they have, I decide what punishment they should receive. Ah, uh, yes, punishments. See, I don't really like those. They bum me out. It, it kind of seems like we give people punishments so they feel badly about themselves. Is that why you give punishments, Judge Jesse? Oh, not at all. Punishments aren't meant to ruin all the fun for people or make them sad. They have a very important purpose. You see, we all have rules so that our communities can stay safe. When a person does something they know is against the rules and could hurt themselves or other people, there's a consequence. A punishment doesn't mean someone is in trouble forever, but it does help them know that they shouldn't break that rule, or any others for that matter, again. That makes sense. So, I guess if you didn't give out fair punishments when people deserve them, you actually wouldn't be a very good judge, huh? You're exactly right. I always try to be kind, but it's also my job to bring justice. When someone's actions deserve consequences, I try to give them the right one. I always do my best, but I'm only human, which means I don't know everything. I make mistakes from time to time, but there's a judge who is way better than me. God is the very best judge. He never makes mistakes. He is merciful, kind, and just. Wow, that is so cool that there's a perfect judge in charge of the whole world. And even when he disciplines his children, we can trust that he is good. He is what's best, and he does what's best. That makes me feel a lot better. Thanks so much for joining us and for sharing what you know, Judge Jesse. Of course. I always love hearing what you two are up to, and I hope this helps you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible. This meeting's adjourned. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. Last week, we learned that God made everything. Close your eyes for a second and think about a few of your favorite things that God has made. He made all of those things just by speaking. He is so powerful and everything he made was good. He made one thing, though, that he called very good. Do you remember what that was? That's right, people. The very first people God made were named Adam and Eve. On the count of three, say, Adam and Eve. One, two, three. Adam and Eve, great job. Adam and Eve lived in a beautiful garden. It was good. There was no sickness, death, or anything bad. And Adam and Eve got to be with God. They got to walk with God and talk with him face to face. Being with God is the very best thing. Adam and Eve were God's children. They were special to him. They had hearts that loved and trusted God. And God gave Adam and Eve everything they needed to live in the garden. He gave them every tree in the garden to eat, except for one. He gave them one rule, that they could not eat from one tree. God was protecting his children. He knew that if they ate from that one tree, they would be separated from him and die. He wanted to keep them safe. 
One day, a snake came into the garden and spoke to Eve. The snake lied to Eve and told her that if she ate the fruit from that one tree, she wouldn't die, but no, she would become just like God. And sadly, Eve listened to the snake. Let's get an even closer look at this story by reading what the Bible says happened next. So if you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 6. I'll give you a moment to find it. Genesis 3, verse 6. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Genesis 3, verse 6 says, She took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. As soon as Adam and Eve disobeyed God and ate that fruit, everything in God's world broke. Sin entered the world, and the world was no longer as God made it. Now there was sickness and death and sadness and bad things. When Adam and Eve sinned, their hearts became sick with sin. Adam and Eve knew that they had done something terrible, so they tried to hide from God. But we can't hide from God. God knows everything, and he sees everything. God told Adam and Eve what would happen if they ate the fruit. They would be separated from God, and now, one day, they would die. There is nothing worse than being separated from God. God disciplined Adam and Eve for disobeying him by sending them out of the garden. But before he sent them out, he made them a promise, a very important promise. God promised Adam and Eve that one day he would send a savior to rescue God's precious people from sin. And that savior would fix everything sin had broken. And the savior would defeat the snake that had lied to Adam and Eve. Can you guess who that savior was? That's right, Jesus. On the count of three, say with me, Jesus. One, two, three, Jesus. In one of the most terrible moments ever, when everything broke, God told Adam and Eve that Jesus would come to save sinners. Adam and Eve couldn't fix their hearts that were sick with sin, but Jesus could. So God's people began to wait for Jesus to come to save them. All of us are born with hearts like Adam and Eve's. We can't fix our sinful hearts. Only God can. That's why Jesus came to save sinners. Hey, parents, are you searching for a way to inspire your kids with amazing stories about God? Well, check out Never Ending, 52 devotions about God's faithfulness in the past, present, and future. This cool new devotional book is all about how God has always been faithful from the very beginning until today. In Never Ending, you'll find exciting stories from the Bible that show how God is good, never changing, and can always be trusted no matter what. Each week, there are new stories, prayers, and questions to think about. Kids and family leaders from churches all over the country helped create this devotional to teach kids that the same God who was faithful to people like Adam and Eve and the early church is faithful to them too. 
So parents, if you want your kids to learn about God's never-ending faithfulness in a fun way, go to readneverending.com today. That's readneverending.com. Let your little ones discover how much God loves them and how they can always count on Him. You just heard God's Word. Now, let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it... Five Second Fly Through Review! Our friend, Judge Jesse, is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Judge Jesse. All right. I'm going to ask you six questions from today's lesson. You'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you're right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay, question number one. Where did Adam and Eve live? A beautiful garden. Question number two. Did Adam and Eve obey God's rule to not eat of the fruit of the one tree? No. Question number three. Who told Eve to eat the fruit from that one tree? A lying snake. Question number four. What happened to Adam and Eve's hearts after they disobeyed? They They became became sick sick with with sin. sin. Question number five. What did God do to Adam and Eve after they disobeyed? He sent them away from the garden. Last question. Question number six. What promise did God make to Adam and Eve before he sent them away from the garden? That he would someday send a Savior. Jesus! How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, talk about the ways that rules protect us and are for our good. And talk about one rule that's hard for you to follow and why. As we finish up our time together today, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that Jesus came to save sinners.
for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about the time Adam and Eve disobeyed God, you can turn to Genesis chapter 3 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye. Bye.